The views and opinions on this show do not necessarily reflect the views of ESPN Tucson 1490 and 104.9 FM or the Arizona Lotus Corporation. Got car trouble? Now's the time to talk with Jerry on the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show. Call in now at 719-1490. Well, if you're one of the millions who own one of them gas-drinking, piston clanking, air-polluting, smoke-belching, four-wheeled buggies from Detroit City, then pay attention. I'm about to sing your song, son. Good morning, Southern Arizona, and the rest of you out there in cyberspace. Welcome to the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show. We were out last week because of the huge bike race ahead in Tucson, and uh, I'm. But we're back this week. I'm Jerry Simmons, your host, along with me, riding with me as usual, my co-host Jim Mooney from Frontier Towing for all of your towing needs. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jerry. Remember, I'm on the radio, so it's a super safe Saturday. And it's super safe because we're in the middle of the holiday weekend, Jerry. It's been, we we put through, we got through Thanksgiving and hopefully we got through Black Friday. Now you're on day three of the long weekend and probably your nerves are frazzled to the end. So when I say super safe, when you're in that Walmart parking lot, remember, you got one more day to go, folks. So just make sure that you, you, you know, grin and bear it, take it with a grain of salt, put whatever analogy you want in there. Um, it's going to be rough today out there. Uh, make sure that you're uh, paying oh, out yeah. for those pedestrians. <laughs> it's going to be rough out there. If anybody did Black Holiday or Black Friday shopping, I can't imagine they would, but, I mean, I, people still do it up at 4 o'clock. I, I mean, that's that's devotion. That is devotion to shopping. i got to give them well, credit. So. <laughs> Well, I I actually went out yesterday to do a uh to buy a Christmas present and I had the pleasure <clears throat> I'll use that word lightly had the pleasure of going to a big box store and shopping and wound up going to another big box store to go pick it up and can I remind the people out there that the speed limit in a parking lot is not 45 miles an hour? And when Jim says watch out for the pedestrians, when you're in these shopping centers and there's cars parked all over the place, five miles an hour, zero to two mile an hour is a good safe speed for you to go through there. Yeah, people are going to be on your bumper trying to push you through the parking lot, but that's okay. Let them push the vehicle. You've got brakes. You can put the brakes on at one mile an hour, and you pretty much stop whoever's pushing you. And so don't be afraid to do that. 
I have never seen, I know why I do not go out on these Black Fridays in shop. I haven't got the nerve. I'm just flat chicken is the way you can put that. And for the, what I seen out yesterday in a period of about three or four hours, uh, driving down the road, I was amazed at how many cars have suspension problems going down the road. They're all over the place. I thought it was bad previous years. It hasn't got any better. It's the same way. So whatever we told you to do 20 years ago on the Simmons Car Care Show to drive during the holiday season, we're going to have to double down on that because the traffic <laughs> has gotten horrendous out there. And, you know, and when you add a tow truck in the middle of that traffic, that's about as long as a freight train, or, or it appears to be, especially with, with the influx of traffic, you just go, oh, my gosh. And people, you've got one driver in that car that needs to be driving 100% in order to stay out of a mess. I, You know, I, I did not even acknowledge a cell phone going off yesterday. Nothing. I drove that vehicle because I was driving my big truck, and I drove it 100%. I drove it like I drive a stock car, except for the speed. I drive very defensive, and I, I just I couldn't believe it. I just could not believe it. People are all over the place. License plates from different parts of the country, and I'm thinking, you know, this is for real. <laughs> so, <laughs> please, if you're driving, leave the phone, throw it in the back seat, and answer it when you get to wherever you're going. It is just so not worth it. it. I mean, it is a, yeah, it's just full time. And and you're right, Jerry. Now till Christmas time, the traffic in, increase is just going to be all, worse every day. It's just, it's there's so much traffic. Even even right now, I drove to work, and it's it's uh, the traffic is busier than normal. I'm thinking, where are you people going at five thirty on a Saturday? Why aren't you at home sleeping? But Hey, we're mobile. We're a mobile society. We get out and go. So, that being said, you know it's darker. It stays dark longer. It gets dark earlier. Make sure again. Check the headlights. Wash your windshield. You know, put like you said, Jerry. Throw that phone in, oh, out the window for all I care. It's full time. It is full time driving mode right now. So, so that way you can stay off my tow truck and out of Javier's shop. So. You want you want to you want to keep keep out of the body shops and off the tow trucks. I I just can't believe it. I can't believe. It. But I want to congratulate uh, AS, uh, Arizona U of A for beating ASU. And I was talking to the producer a little earlier, and I said, you know, that's kind of like adding whipped cream to the top of a pumpkin pie at the end of Thanksgiving. That rivalry has been on, and I would not bet a nickel on either team. Because the rules are out the window, and they come to play football on that on this rival football game. It beats anything I've ever seen in my life. I've been listening to them for oh my gosh, fifty years, forty five years, something like that. Me and my father in law would be out hunting, and we'd have to park the truck on top of the hill so that we could pick it up, and then we'd crank the volume up wide open so that we could hear it down in San Rafael Valley, south of uh, Tucson, in order just to, list, just to pick it. We'd drive a truck around on top of the hills 
until we could get reception. So, you know, congratulations to Arizona for actually keeping it or bringing a trophy to Tucson because it hasn't been. Every year you can flip a coin. I don't care how they play during the season. You can flip a coin every year to who's going to win. That's just a difference. So congratulations again to Arizona for uh, taking care of uh, ASU. <laughs> I'm sure Mike, who, who's a, a graduate of ASU, he's probably crying in his in his oatmeal this morning in Bullhead City. So it's it's great. We'll get a chance to harass him a little bit online. So it's been five years. But for the rest of you out there, huh? I think it's been five years since they won. Five years since the U of A has won that game. So it's long overdue. Yeah, well, they're probably crying. <laughs> They'll be cheering over their oatmeal this morning, huh? Oh, yeah. And, and downtown was, <laughs> after the game, it was a zoo downtown. Just There's so much traffic well, in the downtown area. Yes, because everybody was, was ex- elated. So, um Mm-hmm. Probably will be the same today too. Just so you know, if you're going downtown, take your time. Put put lots of time in your in your well, in your buffer zone because it's going to be busy. Uh, for the people out uh, celebrating victory last night, keep one thing in mind, please. Uh, when you had too many adult beverages last night and you got a ride home from Uber because that was to be the smart thing to do. Uh, or you had a designated driver. Just remember, uh, when you get in at 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, by the time you wake up at 5.30, which is most of you hustlers anyway, you'll wake up early regardless if you've got how much time you got off a Saturday to sleep. That alcohol, that adult beverage, has not left your system yet. So when you actually get up in the morning and you've only had about four hours worth of sleep, and the reason you got to sleep is because you don't know when you went to bed. Uh, you might want to stay out of that vehicle till eh, seven o'clock tonight, uh, because you're you are impaired. You are impaired. I will tell you that right now. And so just be careful out there, and and don't be don't be foolish. Don't don't take a family out or yourself out. That is not a holiday present, contrary to popular belief. It is not a holiday present to take yourself out or take a, somebody else's family members out or a family out. There's enough trouble driving just for Christmas shoppers, and that's supposed to be fun. And when you go Christmas shopping and you're driving down the road, just remember the left lane don't always stay in the left lane when they want to cross three lanes to pull into a shopping center. They just hang. If you're lucky, they'll give you a signal, and you're also and you're running about ten car lengths behind them, so you can watch the car go across three lanes of traffic to go into a parking lot. They do it. It's it's here. It's always happened. It will happen again. If you pay it. Last night we were coming home, and there was a wreck or something down at Twenty Second and Kolb. I don't I don't even have a clue but it was rerouted through the neighborhood and so it was about another 10 minutes to try to figure out how to get out of that neighborhood once you got in it to get back out to golf lakes so it was it was it was nasty so I don't know what happened there do you have any info on that Jim 
Oh, well, we must have lost him. He, his cell phone battery must have went dead. Uh, but anyway, the shop, uh, shopping, driving, please, 100% driver. You know, if you want to, and Christmas lights on some of these houses now are just gorgeous. If you're driving, it's okay to glance. That means just look and get back to the business of driving. If It's just like going by a wreck. If you've got somebody in the car, you drive, they look. Because you can bet your hind end that the people around you are not going to do what I just asked you to do. You know, you drive defensively. You drive with your lights on while you're out Christmas shopping to keep the maximum visibility of your vehicle. And people, I don't want to hear it about the daylight running lights. Daylight running lights are front lights only. You keep, you turn every light on that that car's had. You know, except for your dome light. You don't need the dome light on. And if you turn a dome light on at night to read your phone or, or try to find a place, it actually impairs your vision because the dome light is inside the cabin. You turn it on, and then when you look back out, your vision is not as good because your eyes have to readjust from one light to another light source. And that's just not the way to do it. So just, you know, I, I can't stress enough. I have been around long enough to see the, the carnage that takes place during the holiday season. And when people come in from out of state, they're not, they just didn't come in from, from Alabama to back to Arizona just to make our life miserable during Christmas. It's just like us leaving Tucson and going to Alabama and driving around their streets back there. We're not familiar with them. All we have to do, though, to stay out of trouble is just show them the courtesy of, hey, they're out-of-state drivers. They probably don't know the roads the way we know our roads. They're probably running by GPS. They're gonna, they'll drive down, and then they'll say, oh, I've got to get over in the right-hand lane. And it may be a mile or two, but they don't know what the traffic's going to be like as they get ready to make a right. So they're going to try to hurry it up a little bit and get in the right-hand lane so they can make that right turn. They're not doing it just to make you mad. They're doing it because they're actually half semi-lost. We'll use that word, semi-lost. So when they're driving, they can, you know, just courtesy, 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 courtesy. If you would just be courteous to the next driver, if they're trying to get into traffic, let them into traffic. You're not going to be more than about five seconds late anyway, but wherever you're going. Give them room to get in without taking your fenders off of it or a bumper off of it or creating a 25-car pileup at 30 miles an hour. You know, hopefully everybody's paying attention, but don't answer that darn phone. Throw it in the back seat, and if you hear it ring, fine. Then you start shopping for a place to pull off the road and because if if you're distracted and I'm distracted, Jim's distracted, there's going to be a problem, and you don't need it at this time of the year. There's a lot, a lot, I mean, a lot of traffic out there now. Shopping centers yesterday were full. People were driving dumb. They were just backing straight out in front of cars without even looking. Speed limit in a parking lot is five mile an hour. That's top. That's top speed is five mile an hour. Not 15, not 10, not 25, and sure as hell not 45. But seen it all yesterday. 
And, you know, that's, but I have an advantage. I was driving a three quarter ton Dodge vehicle, which is a tall son of a gun from the manufacturer. It's tall. I could see over stuff where everybody else couldn't. And that backup camera paid for itself about 10 times yesterday. People coming out from behind cars that you couldn't even see because of the traffic. You're watching for cars and then you're, you're, you're looking all the way around your truck. That's really, it's full time. And with that camera back there, you can see a little short person, like a lady walking with a kid, walking by your back bumper, <coughs> and you're already in reverse. Don't you dare take your foot off of that brake when you're backing up. And you, I mean, you just, you assume somebody's going to hit you in the back end of the truck or back into your car. And don't get in a hurry. <coughs> That's one thing. Everybody has the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day. Uh, don't shorten it. Don't shorten it up. If you're out shopping, you don't need to stop and wait for uh, Tucson's finest to come in and do an accident investigation. You don't need to wait for Frontier Towing to come and get you because you got in a hurry. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I've got to rush to the other side of town because I, if I don't, that present that I just bought on this side of the town will probably be gone because so many people are looking for the same thing. That's not the way to shop. I mean, you, you know, you make your list uh, of the places you want to go. You memorize your list or you have a navigator, you know, your your significant other sitting over there. I mean, they're going to navigate anyway. You might as well take advantage of it and say, okay, here, you tell me when I need to turn on this thing. And you watch your side, and I'll watch this side, and both of us will look to make sure. But you've got more time to look for vehicles around us than I actually do, even though if you're smart, you'll be watching every mirror you got, and especially the people in front of you. If you see a brake light go on up there, somebody's either following too close or somebody's trying to get some distance away from the car that they're following too close. <clears throat> we call it a brake check. Brake check, you don't have time to say anything else. Brake check, and then everybody put the binders on, and then you look up in the rearview mirror and, and see whether or not you've got to brace your head against your headrest uh, when the, they're coming in. So these are very, very real. If you've got a car that you know has bad brakes, would you please keep that thing in the garage staff the holiday season is over? Whether it be your garage or automotive specialists, or Parker Automotive, or Simmons Automotive. If you've got a safety issue on your car, leave the darn thing in your driveway. You know, borrow your neighbors. Borrow your, you know, most people have two cars anyway. Drive the one that's got good brakes. We don't care if it's got the best paint job, as long as it's got good, safe equipment on it. Don't play games with this. It's not that time of the year. All right, Jim, did you make it back, it back on? I, I made it back on. I don't know. It's usually your phone that acts up, and I guess mine acted up today. I'm not sure what took place there. But, uh, well, yeah, I was going to expand on, on it's your... It's normal. On your, it's normal, yeah. It's, it's my turn. It's my turn. I get the turn today. So, um, I was mm-hmm. going to expand on your brake thing. You know, I, I don't know if you said this or not when I jump back in, but, yeah, if you hear grinding when That's you step right. on the brakes, it's, it's too late. The brakes are bad. If you hear a grinding noise, it's an immediate stop. Don't go any farther. Don't think you can make it home. 
that's a stop point. When you hear the grinding, you're done. The brakes are junk. They're they're metal to metal. They're not going to work. All you're going to do is cause more damage. So stop right there. Park the car in the parking lot. Whatever. Get out. Have it towed away. Now, that's because right. And, and I, the I other thing, I, if you uh, you remember back in the day when you used to have the single master cylinder, and you'd have to you make <laughs> sure when you're getting ready to approach a stop sign, you pump the brakes just to make sure you had brakes. If you have to pump your brakes to make sure that you have brakes and you're coming up on a crash and you have an emergency stop, you don't have time to pump those brakes. You're already in trouble. So these are just some of the little stuff that you need to pay attention to on your car. You know, when I've got excellent brakes on that truck. i got four-wheel disc brakes. They'll stop you on a dime and give you nine-cents change if you've got enough room to stop. If I've got the, who was it last night? Oh, last night coming in, there was a car following so close to me, I couldn't even see the car. And that's looking through the rearview mirror. And I actually had to go in and push the little indicator that gives me rearview camera to see if he's still there or if he's riding on the trailer hitch or what. But that is dumb. There ain't no way that guy could stop if I had to do an emergency stop up front, and there's no way he can see around me. If I can't see him through three mirrors and a backup, I have to go to a backup camera to find him, then that's too daggone close. Now, I don't know what he was smoking, and that's another thing. Don't drive if you're taking medication. If you're taking medication that says don't operate a vehicle or equipment uh, you better make sure that you are in full control before you ever sit down behind the wheel. If you're taking any kind of uh, uh, medication, I'm trying to be correct on this, any kind of medication that's mind-altering medication, whether it be legal or illegal, stay off the road. If you could possibly do it, just stay off the road. Let somebody else do your Christmas shopping. It would be the best thing you've ever done. Just pay they're for the shopping and let them do the shopping. Give them 500 bucks. Let them go out and blow it as long as they're not on some kind of mind-altering thing, too. Or they just got up from a night of partying and they go out real early in the morning. That is still a danger, especially with the traffic the way it is now. So I can't say enough about that. When you get up and get ready to take your car out, Make sure that you have tire pressure in your car. Now, it's cold. It's colder than the sun's gone out there right now. If you have your tire pressure monitored, as soon as you fire that thing up and your TPS, uh, tire pressure monitoring system, TPMS, tire pressure monitoring system, if it comes on as soon as you fire the car, stop the car, just, just put it in park, get out and walk around the car and see if the tires are really flat. Mine will tell you exactly how many pounds of air you have in it. And if it's still up, okay, you've still got tire pressure. But if you've got one tire that's lower than the other tire that you can visibly see, that's that's called a flat tire. You you need to you need to find out why that was leaking faster than the others. So take it to a tire shop 
and have it checked before you go through and start doing traffic. Because when you're sitting in the middle of one of these big parking lots and you have a flat tire and there's people parked so close that your butt hits a fender when you squat down to change the tire, I'm talking about your butt hitting a fender of the car parked next to you, by the way. Uh, this is not, uh, it, 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 this isn't fun. That, that takes a lot of fun and it adds a lot of stress to your holiday shopping that you have actually elected to have a lot of stress because stress is controllable. If you plan a little bit, you can avoid this stuff. So if you're taking medication or you decide to uh, take Ill illegal medication, um, just stay off the road. You know, that's reading Uber's around, that's reading taxis around, that's reading you, your neighbor or your buddy or somebody that hasn't been indulging can come and get you. There's no sense. Now, I know that New Year's is coming up. I know there's going to be a gazillion parties out there. I also know that people who don't drink anything during a year, you got 12 months from one New Year's party to the next New Year's party, they can go in. A person who is adapted to drinking a couple of beers a week or something like that or more, they're not going to have the problem that the guy or person who hasn't been drinking at all for that year, and they go into a party, and they have a couple of drinks, and then at about 20 minutes, your head's ringing and stuff like that. Uh, don't uh, just just... You're not a drinker. You don't have any business driving a vehicle even after a beer or two beers, or a cocktail. Uh, keep, just keep in mind, if you drink a glass of wine, it's equivalent to drinking three beers. Okay? So when you do that, you need to know it. You need to know it going into it so that you can go ahead and cut back on what you're doing. Or you better have a driver, or you better have an Uber phone number on your written on your phone on your head so somebody can call it in case you can't make it. Not a joke. This is serious stuff. And I, Jim and I both want you to just pay attention and stay out of trouble and have a safe holiday season. It's supposed to be Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving does not include having a car wreck and having somebody taken from your family. Christmas, same thing. All right. It's supposed to be a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas does not include having a family member killed in a traffic accident because somebody is in a hurry, somebody is on had a couple of too many beers, or somebody's got a text while they've had a couple of beers. You know, that's a bad, bad, bad combination. So now I'm off of my I, I am off of my little pedestal here. And uh, I've been around long enough to have seen this over and over and over and over. I've been doing the show for 34 years, and it hasn't changed in 34 years, people, and it's not going to change anytime soon. We know it's going to happen, but if you're going to drink, stay at home. Drink at home. Cost less. And parties, if you're going to party, have a designated driver, one who's not drinking. So, you know, or get an Uber, call a cab, call a cab. Yeah, you probably spend thirty, forty, fifty. Take a hundred dollar bill, fold it up, stick it in your pocket, and don't touch it. That is for your cab ride, just in case. So, but if you're going to party, party smart.
Don't don't get dumb. I have two family four packs to the turkey shoot show at Tucson Speedway. They've got a two day show. It runs Saturday, today, and tomorrow at Tucson Speedway for callers one and two. Five two zero seven one nine fourteen ninety. I have two more race packs coming in at the seven o'clock hour. But for callers number one and two at five two zero seven one nine fourteen ninety. This is a two day show. I did check with them. The tickets you get off of this show today will cover both days, Saturday and Sunday. So it's for 520-719-1490. It's two family four-packs. These are about, they're worth about $65, $65 a piece or something like that. But if a show has an increase in admissions, they're worth more money. They can be worth up to 100 bucks per ticket. So 520-719-1490. And that's two tickets for the turkey shoot. This is an excellent show. They've got one heck of a show planned at Tucson Speedway tonight and tomorrow. So I think Sundays is a uh, a day show. You know, you'll have to check it when you get to the racetrack and find out when the Sunday show time is. I don't have that one. So, all right. Now, Jim, you got anything on safety that you want to go into any more on what you've seen out there just on the the Thanksgiving holiday, is there any weird stuff going on that you've noticed that's a little bit that might be interesting to people? <laughs> well, there's always kinds of weird stuff. But what, one thing I was going to chime in on your on your uh, your drinking and driving is um, uh, fatigue driving. Um, just real quick, folks, if if you spend if you get up all night if you've been up all night till one two o'clock in the morning and you haven't drank and you decide to get up at three or four o'clock in the morning and you've only had three hours of sleep, it's almost just as bad. Well, it is just as bad. Let's just put it there. It's just as bad because you're yeah. you're you're just tired and you your reaction times are bad. You can't focus properly. Um, you'll be you and if you're driving and you're tired, the same thing applies. You won't be able to. Focus on what takes place. You won't be able to see the guy in front of you making a maneuver. You, it's just, it's just really bad. And right now we got a bunch of people in town. Everybody's, you know, trying to get together and then see everybody they haven't seen in a year. And so you're spending a lot of time together. Just be aware that if you're tired, you know, take a little extra time and get some sleep because it will pay in dividends. Um, I've, I've seen lots of people more so lately with. Uh, fatigue driving incidents than than drunk driving incidents. So, um, yeah, and yeah. Um, Jerry was talking about um, following <clears throat> close. They call that billboarding. And if you get so close to a vehicle that you can't see around them, you basically put a billboard in front of you. Um, and that's really really dangerous. The um, it's in commercial truck world. Um, it's it's a technique um, we talk about. Because trucks have are so long and have big big long blind spots, um, but if you get really close and you and, and, and so we're talking about a semi truck, if you get in a semi truck and you get so close to another truck that you can't see around them, well, the likelihood of you being able to stop in time or make a a, a critical maneuver is impossible. And if you're so close that that you can't see around of the vehicle in front of you, uh, yeah, you need to back off. 
because basically you put a wall in front of you that you can't see beyond, and that's a that's a very Absolutely. bad position to be in. So just just saying, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know that you think you can push somebody with your car, well you can, but that yeah. you, then you got a whole other set of problems that you're going to be involved with. So when it, if if you get you, so close gonna... that you can't see, you it's 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 just going to be it, it's really really bad. So give yourself some distance to stop and give yourself some distance to see. Because maybe the guy in front of you isn't the guy driving slow. Maybe it's the guy three cars in front of him driving slow. And he, you know, can't go any faster than you because there's a guy three cars in front of him going slow. And he can't get over because right. there's no room on the road. So you And if you are so close that you can't recognize that, you might be upset with a guy directly in front of you who has no control over a situation. Um, I know. It's frustrating. Trust me. I drive every day. <laughs> I drive around in a truck every day. It's, and, uh, it's really frustrating. <clears throat> and another thing is when you are actually out in this traffic, it's called driving in the blind spot. If you can't see the driver on the other car, or you you know there's a car there somewhere or another, you've seen it coming up, don't drive in a blind spot because if somebody has to make a move to the right or left and they don't know you're there because they can't see you in the mirrors, uh, they will probably take you out, them out, and four or five other cars around you. If they have to make a an emergency maneuver and they don't know you're there, so don't drive in the blind spot. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And <clears throat> if you get in the habit of just watching Watching the other cars. If you're a full-time driver, you will know if somebody. If you continually watch your mirrors, you'll see somebody come up, and is that all of a sudden if they're missing behind you, they're not. You assume they're either on the right side or left side in your blind spot. If you try to move over, it's going to be well. You've seen it. If you watch NASCAR, you see NASCAR do the same thing, and they have spotters that try to keep their drivers out of trouble, and they still don't work 100% of the time. So you just have to assume somebody's beside you. You stay in your lane, and good luck, just good luck. And put your seatbelts on. Don't drive without those seatbelts. Uh, you've got airbags that will come on. There's airbags all over that inside of that vehicle on most of the cars now. Whether they work or not, it's questionable at times. But, um, I mean, because the airbag recall is still going on, and it's, uh, from my understanding, it's the propellant that's in it um, that doesn't always work according to the way it's planned. So, just, you know, you drive a good car, you keep it up, your maintenance is done on it, everything's running right, and drive down the road and have a car just quit while you're driving down the, the middle lane on a full traffic what are you going to do? I mean, when you when your engine quits, you're at the mercy of just riding. But I'll tell you something else when that engine quits. Those power brakes that you have, they don't work. You do have, you still have brakes, but you've got to put both feet on the pedal in order to bring it down. So, uh, it's, it, I, I just can't say enough about it. You know, and we done beat this dog up pretty good this, this first 30 minutes of the show. <clears throat> but it's worth beating up. Another thing, distracted driving. It, it, Jim's covered it really well just a few seconds ago. Uh, but if you're eating, 
Now, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas shopping time. It's Black Friday's just passed, but the, trust me, there's going to be a sale someplace for the rest of the holiday season. And we're in such a hurry, we think, wow, I'm getting a little hungry now, so I'll just pull into one of these little quickie places, go through the drive-in and get a sandwich. Then you get a sandwich, you get a, a, a hamburger, and you get french fries, you get a soda. And you set the soda down in a cup holder. You've got the french fries set in any place you can get it set. You're eating your hamburger because you don't have time to eat and go to the next location that you're trying to get to. So you're eating while you're driving. Believe it or not, people, that's distractive driving. And if you drop your hamburger in your lap, the first thing you're going to want to do is get that dead gone hamburger out because it's going to make a mess in your lap. And you reach down or you look down so that you can get a hold of the hamburger. You're in heavy traffic. That's called distractive driving. If that soda comes out of that cup holder because you, you it's a big soda and a small cup holder and it hits the floorboard, leave it in the floorboard. Don't worry about it. You can always clean the floorboard. Yeah, you lost your big 32-ounce soda, but that's all right. There's another place that sells one probably not two miles from where you're at anyway. Don't reach down and pick up anything out of the floor while you're driving. If you drop it, leave it. And I I just, you know, I've I've seen it. You know, it actually happened to me when I turned a a 32-ounce iced tea out of a cup holder, and it hit the floorboard. I looked at it, the cap's come off, and here I've got 32 ounces of iced tea in the floorboard. And my first priority was don't forget to drive. And you don't even have time to even think that. It's automatic. Drive the vehicle. You know, when you're sitting in a restaurant, you don't have to worry about driving the vehicle. When you're sitting in the car, now you got to eat and drive your vehicle and the priority is drive your vehicle and then eat. If you if it's something that you really got to pull over and eat, pull over and eat. It'll only take you about 10 minutes to gobble that thing down and then go back out on the road and be a full-time driver again. I cannot stress full-time driver enough during this holiday season or any other time of the year, actually. But just remember, distractive driving is not... Just driving while you're completely tired, like when you've been out hunting for a weekend and you're coming back. Now, you're talking about a danger. How about Sunday afternoon when everybody comes back from Grandma's or somebody's coming back from Phoenix or Yuma or L.A. or they just get back to the airport, get in their car after they've been gone for a week and they're wore out. They're driving from the airport to the home. You need to be a full-time driver because you are tired. You just don't realize it. Realize it, And your reaction time is what's going to get you in trouble. Your thought process, putting your brain in gear to do what you need to do to get this vehicle off of somebody or keep yourself out of a, a wreck. So, and I, I, I don't know what else I can add to that. Um, no, you're absolutely right. Just, that, it, that, but that. I will guarantee... You're out there, right, Jerry. You come, you come back from, you come back from from your vacation, and you need a vacation from your vacation because you're so wore out because you cram packed so much stuff into four days that you're just, you're just done. 
So maybe that last day mm-hmm. should be the, the, the rest of recovery day. Because now you're going to go back to work on Monday, and you know, you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to have to be there. Uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, at least that's what I have to do. i got to be there bright-eyed yep. and bushy-tailed. Make sure everybody, everybody shows up oh, and yeah. what they need to. But even if you're working from home, you gotta you got to get up and, and answer the phone or log on to your computer, do whatever. And, although I find that more tasking than driving, logging, sitting in front of the computer all day, um, that'd be a tough one. But, yeah, anyways, you got to get up and, oh, yeah. and go to work. And so, you know, if you're <laughs> – you're gonna if you don't want to be angry at work on Monday, and give yourself a little extra time on Sunday so that you can recoup from from four days of, of, you know, basic basically just wearing yourself out. So, but you're right, Jerry. I think right. we I think we beat that one into death. Yep, and hopefully everybody is just a, it's just it's called a checkup from a neck up on a Saturday morning on a super safe Saturday and a super safe weekend, as Jim would say. And we just, we want you to get home safely. And after driving in that mess yesterday, uh, the parking lots are for real. Five mile an hour maximum. uh, And cover your brake. Keep one foot on the brake as you're driving. Most people are driving a regular automatic now. You can cover with your other foot while you're driving, but in a parking lot, the car will idle at almost five miles an hour. So you can use your right foot and cover your brake down, whatever your habits are, but keep a foot on the brake because by the time you think, I need to brake, you should have already hit the brake. And if you have your foot already there, you're, you're going to be as safe as you can possibly get. But watch for backup lights coming on when you're driving down an aisle in a parking situation. Watch for backup lights coming on. Watch for people that are getting in their cars and assume that when they get in there that they're not going to be watching for you, so you need to be watching for them. If you're driving defensive this way, you can pretty much stay out of the crashes in a parking lot. Yesterday was a nightmare, especially with that big truck. But I've got cameras, I've got everything, and plus I know to look for backup lights. I know to look for a brake light because a brake light normally comes on just about the time that the backup light's going to come on if they're parked in and they have to back out. So if you'll do that, you should have a safe shopping. And grocery stores, you know, we cover Christmas shopping and all of this. My Lord, go to a grocery store right now. Holy cow, go to Costco. You see people flying down the lines in Costco, there's no way they can stop in time. There's just no way. And everybody's in such a hurry. They've got this food. They're going to get it home, maybe. And maybe. But it takes longer for a vehicle accident report than it does if you would waited and just drove normal and got home. There was a vehicle yesterday that come by me about – a mile before the next stop light, and it was in and out of the traffic, just weaving and just flying. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, I need to stay away from this guy. He's going to pile something up. And when I did get to the stoplight, I looked over in the other lane, and he was the first one at the stoplight to leave. But he had passed me like he's going to a fire. And... He he didn't gain anything. He lost a lot of gas, fuel economy, 
But he didn't gain anything because he was at that stoplight when I got there. The good thing is he didn't run the stop sign, stoplight, actually. And um, so if you just drive safe, it'll be a, a better holiday season for you. And remember the people that are driving out of town, they got out-of-town plates. If they're driving like they don't know where they're going, they probably don't. And that's no reason to say, all right, you, I'll just get right up on your bumper and I will show you where you need to go. No, 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 no. Give them room. Give them room. If they were trying to get in, let them in. That's not a, that's just courtesy. And I've had it happen to me where I needed to get in and there was no break in traffic. And then all of a sudden it opened up on the left hand side of me, just for a person being courteous. So if you're a courteous driver, everybody's a courteous driver. There'll be very few fender benders and stuff. Everybody just pays attention. And they call it accidents. And I don't know why they call it accidents. There's very few accidents. Most of them are caused. And if you cause something, I don't see where that's an accident. That's just, that's how they get it. Oh, well, it's an accident. Oh, yeah, get your head out of your butt. It'll probably be less accidents out there. (laughs) All right. Now let's move on, Jim. Move on. Let's move on. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to cover is people driving cars that are the the rolling. When a car is in the middle lane, all of a sudden it just dies. And then when you get it in the shop and it comes in on the uh, frontier towing apparatus, and then you're interviewing the driver or owner of the car, and you're getting a little bit of history on it. Well, it's been doing that now for about three weeks. It'll just be driving along, then it'll just quit. My first thought is, what are you doing driving in traffic? If this thing's been just quitting on its own every three weeks, or it's quit three times in three weeks, why haven't you got this in to find out what's going on with it? Instead of taking a chance of driving down, what in the world are you even driving in the middle lane? Why aren't you driving on the right lane with an exit plan? And so these vehicle maintenance on these vehicles is not just changing the oil. The maintenance on the vehicle is making sure that you have looked at it and you're assuming that, well, you know, it's running real good right now, but what happens if? I mean, they got recalled out right now on cars that just stop running. I mean, they just stop running. They got a recall out on, I think it's a Ford product, a Nissan product. I can't even remember. I heard it yesterday on an injector, a cracked injector that can actually cause a fire on the hood. Well, normally before they cause a fire on the hood, there's a gas smell. If you're fortunate, then when you get that gas mail, you shut this up. You get off the road, you shut it down, and then you call and get a tow truck, call Frontier at 748-1100, and you have it sent to your favorite shop. Don't play games with a gas mail under a hood. It's, it can only end bad. And if you haven't had the pleasure of having a fire under your hood when you're on a freeway, trust me, it's not fun because you get a fire under, you pull off the side of the freeway, and you start looking for the extinguisher that you don't have. You start looking for something that you can blanket out, uh, shut the air off to the fire, and it's not out. And then you pull your coveralls off on the side of the freeway, and you're standing there in your BVDs putting a fire out in a Mustang, and then here comes people across the road 
with fire extinguishers and stuff, and they're laughing so hard they can't even hardly get to you because they're laughing so hard because you're standing there in your underwear on the side of the freeway. Hey, Jerry? Yeah. Hey, we got a caller on the line. Uh, Lou, did you want to take this call? Heck yeah. Okay. Bring Lou on. All right, I'm bringing him on with you. Lou, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you this morning, Lou? Good morning to you. What's your question, hon? Some time ago. Now I'm dating myself. I believe I heard on your show that there are steps to be taken when you switch from regular oil to synthetic or vice versa. Yes, ma'am. And I'd like to hear that again because that's happened to my vehicle. Okay. Which way did you go? What, what? Start with Lou. What car do you have? It's a '94 Nissan, a D21. Okay. And so you went from a paraffin-based oil to a synthetic oil. Yes. Not knowing, but that's what happened. And I want to go okay. back to what that vehicle. I have always run on regular oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All you do is change it back because the synthetic oil is a higher detergent oil, uh, and it will clean everything off. And you when you go back to a regular paraffin-based oil... I'm not hearing you. When, Let's see. Can you hear me now? Lou? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me now? Uh huh. Okay. I can. I have the radio there is on nothing... simultaneously. Lou, you need to turn your radio down in the background, please. I have to turn it off. Yes, or down. Okay. So they can okay. hear you. All right. I'm so sorry. Now all I have to do is what? No, it's okay. You're okay. I've got your answer, though. Okay, I want your answer. All right. If you you say it's a 94, a 94 has been run a long time. Uh, I don't know why you elected to go from uh, synthetic oil other than the cost. That's what most people do. They'll go no, back. It if wasn't you go the back cost what anything. Your... It was that I was in a new shop, and that's all they had. And I wanted to change it. It already went up on the what it list. Do you want synthetic? Mm-hmm. Well, I had no choice at that point. At least I didn't feel I okay, had. Okay, so okay, so you went from a paraffin base to synthetic because that's all they had, or that's you went I from think, a synthetic. I think that's what happened. Irregardless, synthetic okay. oil went in it. And then sometime That's after fine. that, my check light engine came on. Uh-huh. Okay. And I don't know whether when that you go, could be related or not, but I want to go back to the regular oil that the car was designed, that truck was designed for. 
just take it back in and have them to drain the synthetic out and put the paraffin base oil back in there. You'll be fine. The synthetic no will, by the way, the synthetic will mix. The synthetic will mix with a paraffin base oil. So if you're well, down a quart and you just and you don't have the synthetic, you can put a quart of regular paraffin base oil in it, the regular oil. If you go from synthetic, I mean from paraffin base to a synthetic on an older engine that has more than about thirty thousand miles on it, you have to flush the engine out first because the synthetic is so high detergent. It will flush that engine out, even though you don't put the flush in it. The synthetic will take the will clean up the engine on the inside. So if all you want to do is just go from back, they put synthetic. You want to drain that stuff out, and you want to go back to a paraffin base, then do it. You can do it. The uh-huh. synthetic has uh, as if you if they put synthetic in it, what it did was clean the oil out. And you need to make sure that when they go back in, tell them to look for debris coming out of the pan when they dry when they drain it out, and make sure if there's a lot of debris coming out of the bottom of the pan, which will be like sludge and stuff like that, then that's fine. But if you still have an oil pressure issue, you get it to a shop and have it checked and make sure that it it has cleaned everything out the way it's supposed to, and you're not going to have a plugged-up drain in the bottom of the pan from the synthetic flushing the old paraffin-based oil out and down in the pan and plug in that screen. So you need to have it, somebody that knows what you're doing, to go ahead and check it out for you. But, uh, yeah, the oil light light come on. It's probably that you're running low oil because... I'm sorry. The light that says check engine. Uh huh. And I thought maybe it was well, the, the EGR valve. That's what I had been told because I couldn't pass emissions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been consuming a little bit more petroleum, and mm-hmm. it has stalled on me a couple of times now. Okay, you need to get this into your shop. You need to get it in the shop. It sounds like you've got more of a problem than just the oil. Normally, if the oil oil is low and you have a sensor on there that shuts it down when it gets too low, then that's understandable, too. But I would take this into your shop, and, and in fact, I would, if, if it's stopping on a regular basis, uh, and you don't feel safe in driving it, I'd have it towed into a shop and tell them this is what exactly what's going on. But if you're running a synthetic in behind a paraffin-based oil and it hasn't been flushed out, the synthetic oil will flush it. The synthetic oil will go down because it will break that stuff up, and it won't even smoke. The, the engine won't even smoke, but the engine, the synthetic, will go away because it's working as a cleaner in the engine. And uh, so if you if you do a changeover and you've only got a, a four-quart pan and then the synthetic oil is responsible for cleaning the paraffin base oil out, then you can lose a quart of oil in 300 miles. 
because okay. it is actually cleaning the engine out. So you need to make sure, check your engine oil to make sure it is full before yeah, you drive I it again. That. Because if it's got a, huh? I have done that. Okay, so your engine oil is still up to full? Yeah, the synthetic oil is still there and full. And it looks very okay, clean. <laughs> Well, it's done its job. Synthetic oil is actually better for your motor than the paraffin-based oil is. That's the reason all your manufacturers are going to full synthetic now. And some of them are going to a semi-synthetic. But you can, if the engine is running good and it's not making a noise, then you've got well, something else going with it. hasn't made any noise it. yet. Okay, but the synthetic oil is a better grade of oil to use. Most people don't use it because of the cost. They think the cost is exorbitant. Well, the the way it keeps the engine clean on the inside is well worth the money. And if, but if you've got a one that shows an engine, if you've got an engine light on, check engine light on. Then that's that's what you need to do. You need to get it into your shop. Make sure that you're running with full. Uh, that, that you have oil in the crankcase up to the full level. And if it's not black, then that uh, synthetic, that's probably not your problem. But you do need to get it in and find out what's going on. They can pull the codes on it uh, off the computer, and it'll give them a, a start point of where to start looking on this. But how many miles do you have on this truck? Not too many for the age, 28 years. It's, it, it's not very many miles. I can't remember. Okay. I can't okay. remember off the top of my head how many. You need, you need to go in. Do you take it to me Because the mileage wasn't going up. <laughs> but... Um, what did, what right. what is the diagnostic test supposed to show? Uh, it'll they'll go into your it'll give them a start point. The engine check engine normally sets a code if it's been on more than about forty seconds, and it'll be in the memory. They will put a machine on it, a hand analyzer on it, and they'll read the code. And then that'll give them a start point. It'll tell them if it's a cylinder's gone bad, uh, if anything so electronic, it'll show it up. It show multiple causes. It, it can show multiple causes, and then you have to have a professional check it out and find out which one is causing the problem. But it's a good truck. It's a good truck. You've had a long time. It's a and very good they truck. They do carbon up. Huh? Yeah. Um, we only have about a minute left. But, Lou, Lou, on this, call your favorite shop that you've been using. Tell them exactly what's going on with it, and they'll help you diagnose it out. I do not think it's the synthetic oil that's causing the problem. Well, Let them find you. it. Let them find it. it. Test first, don't guess. And I sure do okay. like your show. Tucson well, thank you very much. Simple. I appreciate it. I mean, words yep. that I can understand. Thank you. Well, Lou, we're out of time for the first hour. 
You have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and get this, get your pickup in to your favorite shop. Tell them exactly what you told me, okay? And then they'll be able to diagnose it and then come back with what their, their recommendations are.